Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thanks for listening to the Hot Corner On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Dig your cleats in. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. The pitch from Acevedo. A drive deep to right field. Down the line. The Mariners win this game 2-1. The dream lives. They're going to the playoffs. The drought is over. Carolina, Covering all things baseball, the big leagues, and the MLB to Portland. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Shut up. And Rutschman will hit a fly ball here. Deep center field. And so long. Adley Rutschman with a moonshot to center field. Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. This is the Hot Corner on the Odyssey app and 1080. The Fan. Welcome into the hot corner for it must be a Wednesday, but baby, let me let me remind you, baby, it's a Wednesday every day. Let's go! Patrick Harris, Joe Fisher with you for the next two hours. We are happy to be here. Joe, it's good to see you. Welcome home. I hope you had a wonderful excursion to the land of COVID. Uh, it's funny you see as I, uh, I actually did take a COVID test this morning because that was I, a smart move. I, I, I noticed there was a little tickle in my throat as of uh, yesterday and it was uh, starting to creep up Monday morning and uh, good old uh, plane travel. We'll do that to you. You'll get <laughs> sick. <laughs> what a pull. Yuck. Uh, good reference there, but uh, it's not good yuck. to have a uh, sore throat. So I wanted to be clear this morning before I took my son to school, before I drove into the building, uh, did the little swab and little drip, drip, drip onto the panel, and no uh, no dark line showed up. But Tell uh, you what, my my oldest, <clears throat> she was sick. I think uh, I'm getting the black lung pop. She was sick around Christmas time. We threw the old swab up her about four times. <laughs> That sounded terrible. Out of context, that's awful. Meant to. Uh, She was clean. And uh, 
It's funny. Every time I say there, uh, I was like, oh, I tested today. I'm clean. Somebody's like, dude, it's not an STD. <laughs> well, isn't that a swab that we're all hoping it's like, for? Sweet. Yeah. Clean. Can we go in this room now? And, and then uh... I and then I got RSV like right around New Year's. The RSV. Yeah, the RSV. And it really rocked me. And I threw the swab up probably six times. All clean. I think Danny almost died from that. And then the wife tested positive. Oh. For the RSV? No. Oh, for the vid. Oh, but wait, just like recently? Yeah. Like today? No, 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 Joe. <laughs> it's like the hell? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, no, no. This is weeks ago. This is weeks ago. Ah. Gotcha. Well, we're all clean now and everybody's happy. But yeah, dude, it always feels like anytime I meet somebody that goes to Arizona for uh, like a little vacay, uh, they come back with the vid. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I think uh, it's because Arizona, at this time of year, it's like, well, I live on the West Coast, flights are cheap, get down there, do some golfing, hit some bars, and then boom. That was, uh, I definitely did all of that. Went (laughs) golfing, hit some bars, and uh, yeah, I mean, we went to a comedy club on, uh, what was it, Saturday night, and that thing was packed to the gills. Yeah, oh yeah, man. Nice. Anybody note? Yeah. Dude, it's a party state. Uh, yeah, Arizona. I haven't been there since I was in eighth grade. Never, so, been. Never uh, been. Couldn't do anything I wanted to do. Sure, sure. But yeah, I was in Sedona for a couple days, which, dear God, I cannot understand how something like that beautiful can be formed by the earth. I guess over <laughs> millions and millions of years. It's pretty beautiful. No, Jesus just laid it down. But um, yeah. It's, like, it's so, God's water. Yes. It's, it's God's beach. So I had to do a little bit of uh, geography research. On uh, Sedona and how the hell that all happened. Uh-huh. How did everything get so beautiful out here? But yeah, I went to uh, state in Chandler, Arizona, which is, I guess, like southwest of the <clears throat> Phoenix metropolitan downtown area. Uh-huh. And yeah, I just went to a couple places in Chandler. The cool part about the Phoenix area and all their suburbs are all the suburbs are cool enough where you can just stay there. You can be anywhere. Yeah, you can be in Chandler. Apparently, I did learn that Mesa is apparently like the Gresham of uh, the Phoenix area. Okay, so note to self, stay away from Mesa. Yeah, like if you're saying like I'm from Mesa or I'm going to spend a few days in Mesa, it's like, ooh, Ooh, I'm sorry sorry about that. So I learned that. Um, But yeah, it's like Chandler and Scottsdale are fun to be at. And Gilbert's got some okay stuff. Glendale, I hear, is uh, pretty boring. It's basically like just the stadium. Yeah, and that's kind of it. That's it. But uh, yeah, we were in Chandler and did some downtown Chandler stuff and uh, got drunk, ate a bunch of bone marrow while I was down in the state of Arizona. You know, it's, it's like, hey, I'm on vacation. Let's get gluttonous in this bitch. So, um, yeah, I had a grand old time and played one good golf round out of two, which is good <laughs> enough for me. Dude, Get out of that state with one good golf round. Dude, that was batting 500, dude. You do that for a career, that's a Hall of Fame. Yes, yes. So, no, it was great. But, uh, yeah, and I think I think when we flew back, I saw the Grand Canyon, like, from the airplane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it... it I mean, it's big. It's big. It it's, definitely it's looked like a giant canyon out in the middle of there. So I was like, I think that's it right there. But um, good times. Good times uh, are had. Paging airplane play. Can we do another, like, turnaround? Can like, we just do a quick one real yeah, quick? one more looky, looky. Yeah, I was hoping that they were going to do the, you know, like, and passengers on your right, if you look out the window, <laughs> is beautiful. the Grand Canyon there. One of the seven wonders of the world. Yeah, I was hoping for that. Just to, to con- Although I think there's like nine now. Just to confirm my suspicions, you know? And then, yeah. like, we flew over this one area, and I looked out the window, I was like, 
wow, that's like a lot of golf courses in that small little area. What the hell is that? Why don't we have that here? Um, and then uh, what else? Uh, oh, to bring it back to baseball, though, yeah. on the way there, flew over Peoria in oh. the spring, ta- uh, uh, wow, spring training stadium. And the lady was like, gosh, what's with all those baseball fields? I was like, I, I know what that is. Let me tell you, yeah, lady. I know what that is. Let me tell you, is. lady. I live in a non-baseball town for now. And uh, uh, let me tell you what I know about baseball, lady. It, it was really cool seeing. By the way, do you come here often? Yeah, <laughs> uh, she can go wherever the hell she wants. Hence, why I went to Arizona <laughs> with her. She was like, "Swipe of the card, you're coming with." Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. But seeing from the sky view, the eight practice fields, like all right next to each oh, other, yeah. right next to the big stadium of, uh, I guess, quote unquote, big. Of Peoria, where they play the night games and have the grassy outfield and all that. That was a cool sight to see from overhead. Yeah, Mariner's Padres. The home run yeah. stroke. Shared complex. Yes, it was really cool. Yeah, I've never been to spring training, guys. Do you guys yeah. know pitchers and catchers in like two weeks? Oh, uh, Valentine's Day, right? Is that what it is? It's always around my birthday. I know that position players always show up around my birthday, and that means like pitchers and catchers are a couple of days before that. So I believe it's Valentine's Day. Your birthday is in February. That is correct. February. Sir. February 18th. I used to tell people that my birthday was February seventeenth. Oh, it's my fake. It's my official Facebook fake birthday. I was one of those dudes for a long time that like hated the uh, post on your wall, like "Happy Birthday," and you're like, "Bro, I, I, who are you again?" Oh, that's so uh, weird. Uh, I try to respond to everybody, but usually I don't. End up so doing then that. Uh, I changed my birthday to February seventeenth. Yeah, super douche move. <laughs> so like, I understand, you know, five hundred three. Whatever that is, like you can text four six man. You can text in and like yeah, super douche on my move. Uh, this year though, on my birthday, I am going to be attending a wedding. I, I cannot believe during the winter, I, I'm on my birthday, I have to fly back to Massachusetts for my wife's best friend's wedding. That sounds dope, man. That's better than being here in February. You think? I do. Uh, we're going up to Maine, so like I'm not sure. Like it's kind of Maine like, it is could beautiful be awesome this time of year. This time of year. <laughs> like let me tell you. Uh, uh, I know what Portland's like this time of year, and yeah, I'll take a shot at Maine in February. What do I, I got to lose? Well, let, give, give me. It can't be worse than this. We're not going to, you know, St. Petersburg. That's fair. That's fair. You're, yeah, you're not taking not in me Siberia. <laughs> Siberia. I, I, I didn't really ever compare in my mind the Northeast to one of the coldest and crappiest places on earth. Well, well that's sure. what I mean. Okay, yeah, it's got to uh, be better than here, dude. This place sucks, man. So, you looked around lately. Sedona, Sedona caught me off guard the first night that we drove in there. It was raining and hailing. You were like, uh. And we made the classic joke. We brought the rain with us. We're from the Pacific Northwest. I hope you enjoy this rain. Put it on the board. (laughs) And then uh, woke up to like 32 degrees. At like eight AM, what like, the hell is I'm this? Like, oh, okay, we can we can just stop now. But clear skies. <laughs> oh God, this is no clouds. Blue skies smiling, smiling at, me. at me. Sorry, you're not stupid, Joe. The fact that the Blazers game is not on ESPN yet, because of course, every time you want to watch an event on national television, there's an overtime game that you don't care about right before it happens. What are you talking about, man, dude? Kentucky's making a run this year. I don't care we yet. Got possible- Give me like. Two possible and a half, maybe upset three more brewing. Weeks. We got an SEC upset here. SEC, the basketball conference champions. Gators go chomp, 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 chomp. If it were February thirty first, wait, strike that. <laughs> if it were February 29th, <laughs> then I'd care. Hey, we do get that this year, though. We do. It's right. a leap year. 
I wish that was my birthday. I'm going to take that day off and be like, well, this isn't a real day. We, well, we, we don't need to be here. Jordan Schultz on the ones and twos, my friend. You uh, said it best. So, Oakley Doakley, let's dive into this bad boy. We got a lot to get to on this show today. Do we? Uh, yeah, yeah. In the second hour, I'd like to dive into the Baltimore Orioles sale Bro. and what that means. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Joe is. I am so jealous of you, Joe. I can Joe diamonds with these things. I'm, right I'm going to see if I can keep Joe six to midnight for an hour. Oh, buddy, and I've been six to midnight since the news dropped. Just, I'm surprised you didn't see it in my pleats just earlier. Tease him until the eight o'clock hour. We'll dive into a little bit of baseball. Uh, plus, I'd like to get into the PDX Diamond Project then as well. But I like to take the first hour to have a little bit of fun. Uh, Damian Lillard's back in town. That's where we'll start. I like fun. But also, there was uh, there was some really, really rad football games over the weekend. And I'm not talking about Liverpool's 4-1 domination over Chelsea today. It was not Champions League, but that's the only... It was not Champions League. It's the only, that's the only, only drop, drop I got. Yeah. Only drop I got. It, it, it'll do for now. Still uh, but, th- but there were some great football games over the weekend, so I want to dive into that. And then, like I said, when you get to the 8 o'clock hour, we'll dive into uh, some baseball stuff. PDX Project plus the Orioles sale. And uh, you guys want to do fair or foul? Yeah, I love I mean, putting a producer on the spot. I used to do it to Joe all the I time. I actually already prepared two questions. See, unlike, that, unlike, unlike me, Joe Fisher. He has it ready to go. <laughs> well, so, it's because I lead a boring life, and I literally have nothing but stupid sports bouncing in this noggin of mine all day long. So we'll do that at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour. So stick around for that. 503, uh, what is it? I don't have the sheet in front 864 of me. 864 is the Vancouver Ford text line. They choose right before, during, and after the sale. Visit VancouverFord.com. That'll let you interact with us throughout the entire show. When we come back, Dame Time is back in PDX. I got an interesting thing to say about Dame. I got a little beef with him. Oh. But I don't think it's actually his fault, but I'm going to blame him. Tomahawk or flank steak? Might be full tomahawk. Oh, boy. That's Ooh. a lot of beef. <laughs> that's that's a lot of tomahawk. Might be full yeah. tomahawk. But again, not his fault. Probably other people's fault, but I'm going to blame him. We'll do that next. The Hot Corner. Portland Sports Leader, Tanae the Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. What the hell is the meaning of this? My God in heaven, why is this happening? You son of a bitch, why? Tell me why. No, don't do it. But why? Someone tell me why, damn it. 718 Portland Sports Leader here. Don't you forget it. We are live from the shadows of the historic Fremont Bridge. <clears throat> the nostalgia hit me hard on those uh, JR drops. Uh, I love that. Shakedown Street was our uh, intro bumper because the dead are uh, have announced they got a 14-day residency at the Sphere. Oh, the one that's like losing a bunch of money? Oh, is it? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, it's not working out. Well, I've seen pictures and videos, and those stairs look real steep up top, and that's where the poor people are, and the poor people do more drugs than the rich people. Someone's going to die. Uh, Someone's going to die. Calling it now. prediction? Calling it now. Listen, after a... Uh... Look, I know me on acid, and if I'm on those steep steps way at the top of the seats I can afford... S ain't going to go well. Listen, after a uh, not-so-great experience at the Moda on some uh, mushy chocolates, um, yeah, I don't doubt that for a second. <laughs> yeah. I don't doubt that yeah, for a second. don't fall over the rail, people. No, it's not a matter of falling. It's, I can fly. Uh, tonight, uh, you can't see it on TV right now because we're in this thrilling Florida-Kentucky oh, overtime Oh, ESPN game. News has it. If you oh. transfer over really quickly to ESPN News. Uh, in the most classic Trailblazer thing, Damian Lillard returns to Portland, and it's not on national TV. Uh, yet. Yet. Give it a couple minutes. Uh, Dame returns to Portland tonight, and there's the cool, like, the Nike campus and all that stuff, or the Adidas campus. There you Thank go, you. They actually uh, named... Let me tell you how ba- much I care about who <laughs> right. works for who. They named the basketball court at the campus after him, okay? They named a party... This Big is, old celebration. This is so sacrilege. <clears throat> uh, Damian Lillard is back in town tonight as this game is getting underway right now. He's back home. Okay, He's back home. Oh, the prodigal son returns. Well, he never sold his house. I think he does still live in Portland. He said he plans on staying like in Portland living-wise. But yeah. Down goes Anderson! Down goes Anderson! Sorry, I'm, a little, now, I'm a little on a hot key run right now. You're a little trigger happy. I'm a little trigger happy right now. Uh, congrats to Dame. Like, welcome back home, dude. If I was at the stadium, or if I was at the arena, you know. Thanks, bud. Thanks for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be the one guy in the stands (laughs) booing him. Michael Scott. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you just boo me? (laughs) It was you. I saw you. It was you. I saw you. As he's talking to Daryl because he fixed his sink. (laughs) I watched that episode the other night. I did, actually. Um... So, Dame, welcome back. It's glad to see you. But I got I got a question to ask you guys, because this is some of the most BS NBA stuff I've ever seen right now. All right. Looking at now, we're almost, you know, we're almost halfway through the season. All right. This season in Dame's career is pretty pedestrian, right? Like, it's good. Dame's great. Not trashing Dame by any means. Love, love the guy. Thank you so much for everything. Don't ask the all-star voters that. But, like, but not a wild uh, season for him, correct? Uh, not and, as great. And Joe, but you still allu- solid. You alluded to this, so you're telling me this is the year Dame is an All Star starter. <laughs> this is the year. <laughs> this is the year. This is the one. Yeah, the one where he's eh, he's good. I mean, he's great. Like Dame's Dame's a top 10, 15 player in the NBA. This is the year you're going to give him his first All Star starter. It's all about circumstances. You know it that. is such a slap. It's such a slap. 
And I am personally mad at Damian Lillard for it. Oh. He has no control over it. This is the tomahawk <laughs> steak. I know. you. Damian Lillard is the server, okay? I'm at a restaurant, all right? I'm about to drop $80 on this tomahawk steak. Some nice caramelized onions, a little gorgonzola on top, a little, little butter kind of running down the sides. I'm hungry. With some parsnips and some bu- Brussels sprouts. Like, baby, like, me and, me and the old lady, like, I'm getting lucky tonight. Like, that's the kind of food I'm eating tonight. And the server walks up to me and drops down this, like, New York strip that's overcooked and garbage. And that server is Damian Lillard. It's not his fault. The chef the chef messed it up. The all-star voters, they messed it up. The NBA, they messed it up. The fact that a guy can't be an all-star starter in a small market like us, it's not the server. But how many times have you ever heard about somebody going to a restaurant and they blame the server? Oh, she messed my order up. Or he. Yeah, or they. Uh, they are so ridiculous. This is the worst service I ever had in my life. I ordered a steak and it was well done. One star. That's my take on Dame right now. One star. Listen, you're not wrong. Um, As my mom would say, you're just an ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're just a douche. But I, I, my mom takes that line from uh, from uh, 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 Big Lebowski. Yeah, it's, you're not wrong. When I saw that he was uh, named a starter, I was like, well, of course he of was. Of course he uh, was. was. Like <laughs> The one year he gets out of Portland. The one year he gets out of Portland. And hasn't it... Having, I mean, he's good. Like, again, I'm not going to trash the guy at all. I think he's a phenomenal basketball player. He's the greatest player in the history of my favorite team. But, like, Broski, like, you just delivered me a flank steak well done when I ordered the tomahawk. That would piss me off. Yeah, dude, I got beef. Um, Hella beef, as you would say. Listen... Is it wrong that he's starting? Probably. It's not that egregious. I mean, he is still averaging 25 points. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, oh yeah. no. I'm like super like, like, wait till we get to conspiracy theories. Like, oh, boy. Uh, this is just a buildup. The tinfoil hat has not oh, even the, been thrown on yet. No, 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 no. But I can like feel it. Like I'm reaching in my lunchbox here as my, my YouTube lover, Adam Jones, <laughs> loves to comment on my lunchbox here. I'm That's just why reaching he here. And he I, I'm, to know I haven't even gotten into the conspiracy box. I just know that Dame is like floating around the top. You haven't even gotten to the honeydew. No, the no. honeydew and blueberries. I mean, can I can I throw no a statement tonight. in here to maybe poke a hole in your balloon a little bit? There are just so many guards in the Western Conference when Dame was in Portland. Oh, here we go. I'm the so- old East Coast sucks. The old Eastern Conference is no, 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 garbage. No. Never said that. It's that the West Coast was overloaded with when Dame's rookie year, Kobe Bryant was still in the league. I mean, he was an all-star Ooh. until he retired. Exactly. But, but, you know, rest in peace. Kobe, he was an all-star starter Kobe's through the end guy. of his career. Chris Paul was an all-star starter at point guard when he was in the Western Conference as a younger player. Maybe not now, but, like, the point is, after that, he kind of transitioned into the Clay Thompson, Steph Curry years. I would agree with you. Easy on the Clay Thompson. When Clay starts <laughs> over Dame, that is egregious. That is that that should Easy. have never have happened. Watch yourself. Uh, sorry, bro. Clay, all-star, absolutely. Start over Damian Lillard. Hell to the no. But 
I, it, it's one guy has four rings. It's, just saying. But it's he's not the. If he were by himself on a team, would he have four rings? I know, dude. Come Play on. along. <laughs> Play along. All right. Damn it. He has four rings, and he's really, really good. But but actually, it kind of goes to my point where somebody just on a team that got a lot of rings kind of helps overload that guard class in in the Western Conference. So fortunately, guys, I think it's just circumstances. There's oh, just no. too many guards I, for Dame to start, and it sucked. I get it. If if I look around the Eastern Conference, and you need to ask me to name four starting point guards i think i got two does drew holiday start in boston yep hell yeah i got two there you there go, go. <laughs> you're on fire but i'm on fire right now while i like drew holiday a lot i'm gonna take dame i'm gonna take dame but yeah no you're totally right i am trying to have some fun here damn it sorry all right the blazers are tied 17 17 with the with the milwaukee bucks all right Giannis on the floor. Hey, Scoot just hit a shot. I do find it hilarious that the Bucks fired their coach last week, though. I know. I know. It makes me real sad. Like, it's too bad that guy was such a flaming douche, it sounds like. He was because, just misunderstood. <laughs> because. Uh, a lot. Yeah. All the because time. Because he, he prevented. This, this is another thing, dude. I, like, the tinfoil, dude. I'm starting to feel the tinfoil. I'm starting to feel the tinfoil. Before I put it on, I just want to make sure it's molded right and everything's ready to go. Because if this douche didn't piss off his top assistant, the head coach of the Bucks right now would be Terry Stotts. Old Terror Bear. <clears throat> if that guy gets fired and they got to look down the bench and Terry Stotts is there, top assistant for the Mavericks when they win a title, beat LeBron with Rick Carlisle. Dude had Damian Lillard, made him the best Dame's ever been. That guy's the head coach of the Bucks right now. Uh, hell! If he if if he doesn't mind, I think the Blazers might want him back at this point. I <laughs> I'd mean, take Terry Bear in a heartbeat. I don't know, <laughs> just a thought. But uh, yeah, Dame being a starter, congrats. But it also is a slap in it's the face. It's such garbage, to dude. Like the Portland Trailblazers in this town. It's this a slap to base. all it's small like, market teams. Okay, it's like like, cool. like like take take you know take anybody on a small market team, and it's like. Like uh like OKC right now, okay? OKC is great, all right? SGA, Chet Holmgren looks to be potentially legit, all right? But they're a small market. That's like saying, you know, well, SGA, yeah, you might be a top five player in basketball, but you're not a starter. Well, it just goes to That's show. That's what it is. But then he's like, well, I got to this garbage-ass Knicks team, and now I'm a starter. It goes to show that maybe this was the Trailblazers' fault. If they would have just had more all-stars around Dame while he was on the team, then they would have gotten more notoriety such and more a, attention. Such a great rabbit hole argument. And then he would have gotten a starting position way earlier. Yeah, what up, Cronin? If he would have had a Giannis, a Chris Middleton on the team. Why don't you just trade for Giannis and Luka? Huh? If we had Giannis and Luka, we'd be winning titles. Hey, Am I right? If, I thought this was America. If I can make it happen in 2K... I don't see why they can't have him. I uh, made it work in a video game. (laughs) Right. All right, Uh, let's get out of here. Good for Dame. Um, (laughs) Good for Dame. Welcome home, bud. It's good to see you, man. I think the biggest slap in the face, though, was when he gifted the Washington Huskies with a bunch of Adidas right before the national championship game. I was like, oh, I didn't see that. I was like, that that feels spurns me real hard. That feels like you know, yes. and obviously he doesn't have an organ team to give those to. But I was, I feel like there was a little bit like mm, this would piss some people off down there. I'm glad Portland I didn't know because I I now think less of him. Yeah, I definitely was like, a, okay, all right, I'll, uh, I'll remember I'll that. See how that is? I'll remember that. Keeping receipts. Let her owe my ass. Keeping receipts. 
All right, when we come, that's enough of that. Let's let's get into some real stuff, all right? There was some hella NFL going on this weekend and some really hella. fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I'd like to go into it. I know we're a couple days removed and everybody's kind of chatting and chatting and chatting, but I'd like to see you guys. I'm sorry, did you say hella? Hella, dude. I Man. say hella all the time. I, I try not to as much because I feel it's not as culturally Seventh grade, relevant. what up, Discovery yeah, Middle School. So our generation. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I mean... D- 15 years ago to our generation. but Hey, there's a lot of other words we use back then that I'm not allowed to say on the air. So 2009 is I'm calling. They want hella. their slang word back. You know That's what? Right. Our, they no. can't have it. I'm going old guy on the lawn, get off, or old guy get off my lawn. Our slang was better than the slang now. It Agreed. just, it made sense. I don't know. Hella versus sus. I'm going to take Thank Hella. you. Gen Z's pretty funny. <laughs> Gen Z's great. Gen Z is pretty funny. What, yeah. How did Cap'n become lying? I don't know. I will never know. I love Cap'n? it. Yeah, thank Yeah, it, your Cap'n means you're lying. Yeah, dude, you say dude, cap, full, full you cap, say, dude. You say cap, and that's like my AK. Make sure all your kids don't grow. Like, that's what I think of. <laughs> on God, that's another one. Just I don't know that either. on God. Like I swear, like I swear on God. Oh, but it's just like, terrible. bro, on God. Oh. What is God? <laughs> I'm so lost here. <laughs> all right, when we come back. Let's dive into it. Joe. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? You want to go no show, or you want to go come back? <laughs> And second quarter, no show. (laughs) Let's go with that. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's go with the Detroit, not Detroit, Detroit. Detroit. And the San Francisco 49ers. All right, we'll slide over to the NFC Championship. Guys, we've had a little bit of time to relax. We've had a little bit of time to let the dust settle. We don't have to argue about play calls and stuff like that. Let's look at that game as we've got some days removed. And let's talk about what the San Francisco 49ers did to make it to the Super Bowl. We'll do that next. But first... There's my man Schultz with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Last day of the rest of my life. I wish I would have known because I didn't kiss my mama goodbye. I didn't tell her that I loved her. How much I cared. I got a bunch of people dancing in the studio here right now, and I just threw that in for fun. Love POD. Like, still? Like, I listened to it uh, maybe a month ago. No way. Just pulled it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my wife actually didn't understand that this was a Christian rock band, so we were sitting in bed, and I was playing Youth of the Nation, and I was playing a couple of other songs, and she's like, oh, yeah. This is- I love Jesus. <laughs> we are with Jesus, you. Jesus. I love Jesus. I almost, almost got on stage you with Jesus. Jesus. We are set up to fail. <laughs> but the dude had dreads. <laughs> he did. Come on. I heard he's playing Bob Marley in the new Bob Marley movie. <laughs> I almost got on stage with P.O.D. when yeah. they performed this song at KUFO Rock Fest, which I don't believe is a station anymore in this town. Um, definitely not owned, not. not owned by us, that's for sure. Not owned by us. But yeah, they started bringing ah! up a bunch of kids up onto the stage to rock out with them. And my dad, he tried his ass off, but security, they uh, they eyeballed me and they're like, I don't know about this kid. This, Dude, kid, wearing, bet- this kid wearing the Damon Stoudemire uh, jersey with uh, 
blonde hair that was dyed out of a box. Probably thought you had weed and tinfoil. Or they took one look at Joe Fisher the second and were like, no. They would have been like, dude, I don't want to mess with this guy. Do you see those calves? I'm not messing with Joe Fish, too. But unfortunately, I did not have my my five seconds of fame with P.O.D. That could have been the start of my rock career. Uh, Over the weekend, the San Francisco 49ers defeat the Detroit Lions 34-31, despite Detroit being up 24-7 at halftime. Bruh. Bruh. That's that's another Gen Z right there. Bruh. Bruh. Uh, the Niners come crawling back 27 to seven in the second half. Uh, now that the, you know, I kind of tease this going into it. Now that the dust is settled and you look around, you know, and the jokes have been made and blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. I think sometimes the reality in some of these games is when you've got two teams that match up that on paper and Vegas backs, that one team is clearly better than the other, this being San Francisco in this situation, that it's hard to, you can't keep them down forever. Like, in comparison to Kansas City and Baltimore, Kansas City is also a great team. So Kansas City, and we'll talk about them next, Kansas City can keep Baltimore down. But if you're Detroit you got to put foot on the gas because eventually San Francisco is going to figure stuff out and come back into the game. And I think that's, I think it's okay to look at this game and say, look, Detroit came out hot, got out to a big lead, but you are not good enough to keep them down forever. And then that loaded roster makes plays. I think it's real easy for people to say that Detroit blew the game. I don't think so. I think I think this is more of a testament to San Francisco's path to the Super Bowl this year. Boy, it's just so bizarre how this game played out. Right. And the reaction to it. Right. Because people were so pissed at Dan Campbell. Like, why didn't you just take the points? Like, have you not been Take the wild? points. Quit going for fourth down. Blah, 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 blah. A, he literally took the points at the end of the second, at the end of the first half in the second quarter when they were on the, like, three-yard line, kicked the field goal to go up 24-7. And have you not been watching him all year? It doesn't seem like he is down for just, like, going for the points or punting the ball. Very not in his character. So, again. Like, like what are you shocked about? Yeah. I did enjoy the memes, though, where it was like Dan Campbell at the blackjack table with an 18. Hit me. <laughs> so, <No>. Boy, that's <laughs> funny. I'm glad you told me that, but I'm also <laughs> glad that's why I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I mean, the 49ers, and this was one game where it was like, damn it, Brock Purdy, I kind of have to give you some credit. Yeah, for this yeah. He did an amazing of extending plays with his legs, not just to make passes down the field, but to also to extend plays beyond the line of scrimmage with his own feet running for it. Damn, he is lucky with that ball bouncing off the Detroit Lions player's head. Let's keep that in mind. You always take a little bit of luck, but to your point about Brock moving around, I'm watching the game, and it's a tight game, and when Brock flushed out of the pocket, I'm yelling at the TV, throw the ball, throw it, because don't run, you're an idiot, don't run. And once he picked up seven yards, it was like, ah, the Niners got this game. If this is going your way right now, I think I know where this is headed. Well, and then it's like, you know, the very beginning of that second half, like Detroit, the they go for it on fourth down, and they don't convert. 
and then San Francisco is able to score to make it a one-possession game. And then the very first play of the next drive, Detroit fumbles the ball, and you're like, okay, this is this is going down, isn't it? This is this yeah. is happening. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it took everything to go right for the 49ers to get back in that game. And whether it was Detroit's fault or San Francisco causing the play, making the plays on their own, it, it all went that way in this hand. Like, they did not score up until the end of the fourth quarter. Detroit, they completely got shut out. And I just could not believe how they looked from that first quarter, being able to run the ball as much as they did and do whatever they wanted to that San Francisco defense. I think they had three rushers that were outrushing Christian McCaffrey in that first half. Three different players were outrushing him. Yeah, Montgomery had 15 carries for 93 yards. But in that first half, I mean, like, Jameson Williams had the long 42-yard touchdown run. and then the Jameer, one rush of the game. And then Jameer Gibbs was just cutting and dicing all over that defense. And then, you know, he ends up having that totally deflating fumble there in the second half. It was just like that game completely turned on a dime with that momentum. And it did start with San Francisco scoring to make them feel good and like, okay, we got a field goal. Yeah, exactly. Get the offense back in it. Making that stop, it was just like everything had to go right in that second half for them, and it did. Whether it was their fault, uh, excuse me, whether it was Detroit's fault or not, it happened, and San Francisco took advantage of it. To Joe's point, too, really quickly, they gave up the 17-point lead, which is tied for the most points that the that a team is led by halftime in any championship game that you can't play like you're not going to run the ball like that in the fourth quarter you were in the first what you think your team's going to take your foot off the gas a little bit but at that point no you don't need those field goal points like what the hell are you doing hindsight 2020 of course this isn't a consideration though like where Dan Lanning gave up three points at at the half to tie it they were leading by a ton Let, let's not forget about that yeah I think you know, I think the giant narrative of this game is that Dan Campbell got out coached. And I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that narrative. I really I truly don't. I think the real more narrative is that Dan Campbell believed in his players more than he probably should have. And if that falls into being out coached, then so be it, because at the end of the day, the better defense won out. At the end of the day, the better skill players won out at the end of the day I would argue the better quarterback won out so the idea that you know leaving points on the board being aggressive when you shouldn't I don't love I don't love that rhetoric I don't love that conversation because at the end of the day Brock Purdy's a better quarterback than Jared Goff at the end of the day his receivers and his running backs are better than than Detroit's. At the end of the day, the defensive line of San Francisco is better than that of Detroit's. And I think they got up early and they weren't talented enough to close the deal. That's just my that's just as a as a casual NFL fan who has a stupid microphone in front of him, when I watch games, I still know what's going on. That's what I saw. And listen, I have been saying from the mountaintops for the last few weeks now that San Francisco didn't get to this point of the season in the Super Bowl that they needed to be lambasted for it because yeah. of that talent. Like, again, and how many times, I mean, this is their seventh um, over the last 12 years. I could be getting uh, one of those two wrong that they've been in the conference championship game. Teams on the brink for a long time. 
It's a bigger window than most people get. But what they've lacked over these last couple of years is that consistency at quarterback with Jimmy G. And people thought that Purdy was a bit of an upgrade, but he's shown that he is clearly an upgrade. Mm-hmm. And San Francisco is lucky they got to this point because of the last two weeks, mm-hmm. quite frankly. I mean, with Detroit and Green Bay. But I think it's because they, they were the more talented team. And over four quarters, that played out. Yeah, and I love that you talk about luck, and I'll I'll finish on this point, too. San Francisco got lucky. Okay, cool. Well, so did Kansas City when that guy went wide right in Buffalo. Like, that's just... We've all watched NFL. We've all watched sports long enough to know that very rarely do teams steamroll to a championship. There's something along the way where you catch a break. Ball bounces off a dude's face mask. Guy shanks it wide right. You know, a team completely no-shows. Like, there are things that show up that create luck. And I don't think it's fair to bash teams that get a little lucky. It goes down for everybody. Like, when Tom Brady won in Tampa, right? That Green Bay game... That touchdown he threw before the halftime, there's oh, yeah. a lot of luck in that. Yeah, Not bashing Brady. He made a dime throw. And it took a lot of the Packers doing it, dumb stuff in the second half. Throwing blew picks, them up. And you're just it like, what blew the hell are up. you guys doing? That little thing right there blew him up. So luck is a part of it. Wide right, bounce off a face mask, poke a fumble out at the goal line. Like, yeah. Buffalo could have won that game. They got really lucky. Right there. McDermott made a terrible play call on the fake punt, and he was bailed out because Jordan Poyer, shout out Beavers, punched that ball out and got a turnover. Smoking hot wife. You know what I mean? Like, you are going to get luck, whether you're really good or not. Who's a little crazy. (laughs) A little crazy. Sorry, his wife's on my (laughs) mind still. Uh, but yeah, I think I think I think the Niners deserve this, and that was a hell of a game to watch. That's why that's that's why it's a twelve billion dollar industry. Whatever, go Chiefs! I cannot have the 49ers win a sixth Super Bowl because then that means that's one more team that has more Super Bowls than the Cowboys, and I just can't accept that in my All life. All right, if if you're out there, then it's time to put that uh, shiny metal tin foil hat on because baby, we ready for conspiracies? What what, what conspiracy? You guys ready for conspiracies? Oh, boy. Oh, I, I got conspiracies. I think so. I think this conspiracy is about to hit me swiftly. 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 Oh, See what I did Here there? Here we go. It may be like a sweet... Yeah, I got nothing for Travis Kelsey. When we come back, let's slide over to the AFC. What in the hell is wrong that you cannot show up? Plus conspiracies. Next, 1080 The Fan. Things might be great, but I love your bloopers. And perfect for the urgent, baby, I want It's always baseball season. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on 1080 The Fan. Coming up in the second hour of the show, we'll dive into a little bit of baseball. The Angelos are out. The world rejoices. Plus, we'll update you on this PDX Diamond situation. I wanted to put a little distance between uh, the epic souk rant from today. If you didn't catch any of that, check out the Service Patriots podcast uh, from about 4 to 4.15. Basically, the 4 to 4.30, Jason Sukanik puts on a clinic 
of how to go on a rant in sports radio. Uh, I'm intrigued. She teaches it in schools. I saw him. I saw him. Uh, Whether you agree or not, he did great. I saw him tweet his opinion about how the people were bitching and moaning about the location. So am I? Am I it, on? It, yeah. Oh yeah. Something oh yeah. About oh, that? oh, without a doubt, it's hundred percent that dude. It was great. I'll, I'll definitely be tuning into that. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, we'll we'll get into it, but. You can't ever win, it seems like, with the Portland uh, Diamond Project. Yeah, so we got that in the second hour. But uh, I'd, li- I'd like to finish up this, you know, keeping in our NFL thoughts right now. Uh, as the Super Bowl matchup is set. And uh, honestly, I-, I do believe that this Super Bowl matchup is the best case scenario for viewership, for the casual NFL fan, for the non-NFL fan, and for the diehard NFL fan. This is... Legacy, dynasty versus the team that should have been here a long time ago with Mr. Like, there's storylines everywhere. We'll talk more about it next week as we lead up to the Super Bowl. But switching over to the AFC Championship, look, in the fourth quarter with about a minute to go, minute and a half to go, and Mahomes floats that little pass that gets caught, that kind of seals the game. And I sink my fourth par of the day down at the course I was playing. Boy, and I don't know. Boy. Fourth. I played good, though. Good I feel good. You know, that thing drops in and he catches it. And I remember sitting. I, I left. I left the bar when that catch was made. Because I was meeting the wife. We were going to grab something. And the Lions-Niners game was about to start. But we were going to go out. So I was going to be able to watch it in the bar. And I left at that moment. So I was like, Mahomes, wow, you did it. Give me three days, four days to kind of think about it. I don't know if I've ever seen a team as talented as Baltimore. Just no show. And a Harbaugh team, not a Jim Harbaugh team, a John Harbaugh team. So it's kind of like the opposite of like, we're killing Dan Campbell for the last three days. Why are you going for it? Why are you being aggressive? You got out coach, blah, 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 blah. We're killing him for it. I haven't heard a lot about Harbaugh. A lot of the blames going to the OC, which I agree. Uh, you're the number one rushing team in football and you're not running the ball. But if you're John Harbaugh, when do you get to the point where you look at Lamar and you just say, dude, just do it. Whatever it, just go. I, I don't care. If you're getting plays called in and you don't like it, just do it. But I'll tell you what, that entire game, most of the balls I saw Lamar throw were ducks. Not on target, over over the head, under under the arms. I've never seen a team that talented no show like that. It was disappointing, to say the least, because I am a staunch Lamar defender. I think that he is And I've a, been a hater, and I've been trying to pull back on it. I, I think that he is a great quarterback. I think that he can throw the ball. I think that— Two-time MVP makes you great. I mean, I think Kansas City, they just did an amazing job of flustering the hell out of him and not making him comfortable inside the pocket or outside the pocket. It seemed like when he started to scramble, he was already 10 to 15 yards back outside of the pocket, and it's like, okay, you're just trying to get back to the line of scrimmage at this point. Yep. Like, and then— once that happens enough time throughout the game for him, it's just he doesn't get comfortable at all with whatever he's doing as a quarterback. He never gets in rhythm. He never got in his flow. How many times you see him throw his helmet down? Yeah, he was, I mean... Slam his helmet down. So, but I think that, yeah, you definitely have to be like, what the hell are you doing, Baltimore, with the, that trying to make Lamar win this game with his arm? It, it's the When old- it's like... Dude, just look at the numbers. Kansas City, 
does not do a good job at stopping the run. You can run the ball. Maybe you should use your strength and do that. Like, it is literally laid out in front of you. But instead, you're like, well, I don't know. They are the number one rated pass defense. So let's see let's if throw the let's ball. see if in the most important of the game of the year we can try and shred this team apart. And it was and it failed spectacularly. And then at the I mean, Lamar, again, I think he's a great quarterback, but I he was clearly forcing stuff. He clearly wanted to make things happen to get them back in this game. And what they scored on the first or second possession that touchdown to Zay Flowers. I think the first one, first, yeah. It, I mean, it was early. Yeah. And then after nothing. that, nothing. I mean, it started seven seven. You're like, oh boy. Oh yeah, I bet the oh, over. Oh boy, and I was here like, we go. Here's a here we point go. Game. This is gonna be great. Oh, my buddy Sam, who I was golfing with, he's like, hell yeah, I got the over. And that uh, optimism faded quickly. Damn. Out on the course. Yeah, hey, it, it, the, the game was so strange to me, and Harbaugh's got a Super Bowl. You know, we know the Baltimore model, all right? The Baltimore model is very similar to, let you know, let's slide over to baseball for a moment, very similar to, like, the Tampa Bay Rays model minus the superstar quarterback. Very similar to the Greg Popovich model of, like, we do this as a team, balance. It's like a great IPA. I want some good hop character, but I need some body, too. You know, like, I, I need that. balance. body. And Harbaugh has always been solid defense, don't make mistakes on offense. Yet he's the one that's escaping this. If this is Nick Sirianni, he's getting killed more than he's getting killed already. I mean, how much blame, though, do you put on the Baltimore Ravens offensive line? And then I guess you talk about blame as opposed to team success. Kansas City just kept sending that blitz and blitzing and blitzing and blitzing. A couple of those coverages, I think, even fooled Tony Romo. He, I loved when he was drawing lines on the screen. This guy and this guy's coming. Oh, no, they're not. And it was just so funny to see Baltimore basically on their heels the whole day. But I think a big reason for that was the defense of Kansas City. It was like two seconds and they were in the backfield. Yeah. Lamar had no time to make a decision yeah. almost the whole day. Yeah, it's almost like we just we're so busy praising Spags. And Mahomes had that great uh post-game press conference quote that everybody's been playing for days and days and days. Praising him, talking about game manager. I'm not getting into that stuff, but we're praising Spags, but like the reality is like the Seahawks just got, you know, Baltimore's defensive coordinator. You also kind of watch things not go so well there. Is that a plus or is that a negative? I don't know. The other shocking thing from this game that I didn't realize because the second half was so polarizing and so must-watch TV, do you do we forget that only three points were scored in the second half? It, uh, and they I, were by Baltimore? I was wondering if it was going to be a totally scoreless second half. It yeah. was 17-7 forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yet... It's so funny. Like you would think, I I think you would think that Denver or sorry Detroit and San Francisco would be the slow burn. All right, San Francisco's nasty. They got studs everywhere. That's the slow burn. No, the slow burn is the MVP and the three-time Super Bowl champ Patrick Mahomes, or two-time, excuse me. Yeah, you would thought. I I projected getting there. ahead of yourself. I projected there. Uh, well, I got to make sure you know MAGA doesn't you know do their thing. You would have thought that, um, yeah, this would have been the higher scoring game. Right. Especially with the way that Kansas City's offense looked to start these playoffs. So it was kind of a, um, the tables had turned when it comes to the results of these ones. But 
again, dude, the Ravens' offense, I think they are they are the ones to blame in this game mm-hmm. for not like taking the hint and the formula right in front of them, especially when they've been able to run the ball as well as they have all year. And up until the end of the third quarter, they had 170 total yards. Yeah. So it's like, A, it was right there. It wasn't working. And you were only down 17 to 7 at that point. Like, you can still run the ball and get back into this game. And they Monco- just. Montgomery for Detroit had more rushes than the entire Baltimore offense. Oh, that's, that's sad. That's egregious. Well, and a lot of holding penalties, too. We're talking about the Baltimore offensive line again. They just some got. Personal fouls, too. Yeah. Some well, 15 yarders. Zay Flowers, what are you doing? You get yeah. to the 11 yard, you're going to get within three. Why are you all flex it? What are you doing? Late, in the, ga- late in the game, Mahomes gets smacked in the face mask yes. as he's throwing the football. Like and that's bad. That's bad luck. That's bad luck. That 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 D lineman is he wasn't not going trying to mask, hit him in yeah. the face. That's where luck comes in. That's where you get a little lucky. And Mahomes gets the pass off, but he gets drilled. And that's where it is. I mean, we'll we'll get out of here on this because I do want to get to some baseball stuff. Over the weekend, whether you're Dan Campbell, whether you're the offensive staff in Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, Jared Goff. Nobody takes this harder than Lamar, right? I don't want to call him a loser because he the guy's, looks really pissed. Because the guy's going to be a two-time MVP. Yeah, I mean, he, but he's the lo- he he's the biggest loss of the weekend. I think even after then, he's pissed right now listening to this show. Oh yes, he's a P one. Um, Shout out Lamb Jack. Uh, I think that yeah, I mean, because you are the proverbial MVP. You're days away from getting that award, and people still they won this game. And people still questioned you as a quarterback, yep. as they've been doing for the last few years, and you weren't able to get it done with your arm. Again, whether that was your fault or not, whether it was, do you want to give more credit to the Kansas City defense and what they did? He he is. You saw it. Slam in the helmet, tears in his eyes on the sideline. He mad, it, this frustrated, was, throwing bad balls. This is uh this is brutal for him. And I hope he I hope he gets another chance and gets back to this point and has another chance in a conference championship game. I, I I really hope so because I feel like I feel like he has proven himself as a passer many times over in this league. I hate him people, as a passer and I'm wrong. But and people choose to ignore it and this was just a bad day for him. Yeah. A bad day and I hope that it just stays a bad day and sometime in the future he's able to redeem himself. Bad day on the worst day possible. All right, when we come back, let's slide over into some baseball, but you're welcome to keep chiming in on the Vancouver Ford text line 503-864-6326 plus the YouTube channel youtube.com slash ten eighty AM the fan. We'll slide over. Let's start uh let's start with the Angelos. They're out. Thank you. God, what? Do, let's talk. What this? Not really, a religious man, but there might be someone up there. Let's talk. What does this really mean for the future of Baltimore Orioles? Because I think that's what's being slept on the most in this sale. Let's do that. Loaded second hour. Don't go anywhere. Hot corner to any of the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 for a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.